Track Record, a podcast by Arpana. So today I am finally got a Bombay Jazz Club on Track Record, and it's been a. I mean, you guys have been on my bucket list ever since. But being in Pawai, none of us will have time. And thanks to technology, uh, we are sitting in our own homes and uh, on this episode. And uh, you guys, I don't think you'll need any introduction, but still, here we have uh, Devot, Rajesh, hi. and Rajati, Team Bombay folks. Jazz Club. Hi. Hi, hi, Arpana. Good morning to you all. Top of the morning. Good morning. Uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? T, why don't you start with you? Why don't we start with you? Um, I mean. I'm I'm uh, co-founder of Bombay Jazz Club, and uh, we've been we've been in this for at least seven years now, I believe, and we've been producing shows uh, in in this city and uh, collaborating with a lot of local and, and international artists quietly under the radar, and uh, we're kind of coming of age and kind of. Uh, going to work on a on a larger s- scale uh, in the coming innings, so uh, that's where we are. But do you also are faculty of uh, Whistling Woods with uh, the music in the music department? Can you tell us something, or maybe just a little bit about that? Oh, that's right. Um, I've been with with Whistling Woods for quite a few years now, and with in the last four years, we we launched a a degree program in music education. And it's primarily uh, about music production, but the students get a, a fantastic background in international music, you know, jazz, blues, popular music, Indian classical music, north and south. They learn percussion. They learn uh, composition. It's a fabulous course, and it's it's really doing very well. We, we have most of our seats in demand these days. So, yeah, we're doing really well. Got some good, some good musicians coming out. Well... With you being there, I'm sure they're going to there a lot. You've been all over the world teaching, and I'm sure your students going to be really gaining a lot with your experience. <laughs> so, Rajesh, <laughs> tell us something about you. <laughs> I know we've been like in a similar industry before, hospitality, but you've obviously been in the more financial and the corporate uh, uh, part of it. And uh, both of us, music has always been like an underlying passion. So tell us more. <laughs> no, that's, that's absolutely right. Uh, music's always been um, the passion and that's always been where the heart uh, has been primarily, right? So, but as you rightly mentioned, you know, I mean, um, life took a different course earlier during, you know, uh, one's career and, you know, I, uh, uh, I moved to uh, Mumbai in 1990, studied over here like everybody else in Bombay University, uh, then became a chartered accountant uh, quite by accident, I, I would like to imagine, though I think there are none, but you know, quite by accident. And, uh, but you know, music's always been, um, has been top of mind here. So I, I've had, you know, uh, uh, a long corporate career, you know, between accounting firms, investment banking, and uh, as a hotelier as well. Uh, but through, through that entire journey, I've sort of kept the musical passion alive and always done projects uh, related to music. 
uh, which is how I met, uh, you know, uh, Mr. D. Wood uh, many, many years ago. Yeah, music, absolutely. You know, I used to go listen to, you know, concerts that he would play. Um, that's how we connected. And then we lost connection for a very long time. And we reconnected uh, during the time that um, uh, my wife and I used to host uh, uh, Latin music uh, evenings. And uh, one fine evening, D. Wood came sauntering in and reintroduced himself to me like we'd never met. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. You know, I think we, we, we just clicked and uh, uh, we decided uh, to uh, give a little bit more form to what we were doing on the jazz front. So, Plus, we, we got are, a venue. Yeah. We got, Sorry. we were able to, we, were, we had a, a very nice property entrusted to us by Whistling Woods, uh, which we call the Bander Base. And that's been our headquarters uh, for, the, for the last several years. So we've actually been able to have a place where we can put on programs and invite people, pretty much do it on our terms. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to Bandra Base uh, definitely uh, later because that has actually been a cultural hub for many things starting, especially for in independent scene, especially smaller venues because uh, of, it was cost effective. It was purely music. It was not like uh, people are just uh, there at a bar and uh, watching gigs in, in the background. P people purely yeah. came for music. So we will definitely get back to that. And okay. um, I I'm very, very keen to get to know Prachiti and I've never met her. And she's, uh, I, I was really excited when you told me that she's the one behind uh, the website also. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So on that note, can I mention something? I don't want to, I wanted to say that here. So ever since I um, checked out your website, uh, I love the music, which is playing on the background. The playlist is beautiful. But my personal favorite, I keep skipping, uh, like whenever I'm on the laptop working, if I don't have to watch or listen to anything, I just go straight to the fourth track and that just peps me up. Uh, oneness in uh, Indica Project. So, I mean, wow. it's a beautiful website and I just, uh, that it's, it's constant. The, uh, the uh, website is open. Every time I open my Google Chrome, it's there. It's not like it's... Oh, that's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so excited to read that you want to have your own uh, music label someday and that's uh, something I think even I wanted when I was younger <laughs> but yeah tell us something wow. more about yourself <laughs> yeah so I joined these guys like less than a year ago and you know ever since it's been quite an adventure you know like uh, from curating gigs to doing merch to doing website and doing social media and you know doing things with these guys it's just been awesome and there's just such fun guys to work with like it doesn't feel like work it feels like like it, we, we're, we're not like a team we're more like a family and you know like Rajesh is like a dad to me D is like a dad to me and they're not my bosses they're like you know, uh, fatherly <laughs> figures and we're just working and doesn't work, doesn't feel like work. And, you know, I was initially, 
doing uh, CA because my dad wanted me to do CA and I said that listen I don't want to do CA I want to do music and God. then I finally made that jump and uh, you know ever since you know uh, life is you know I actually enjoy doing what I do now unlike uh, what it was earlier and yeah I mean I just love these guys and you know I hope that we we continue moving the way we are moving right now. We better. I'm sure you yeah. guys will. Yeah. 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 Well, what 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 Prachiti meant is that I'm more like brotherly and he is more like fatherly. You know. So she kind of made us both ancient. But I'm throwing I'm throwing D into the father. I'm like throwing D into the father. <laughs> we are forever young, Rajesh. We both are almost the same age. We are forever young. D D, you're the youngest over here, actually. <laughs> Well, I'm probably the most irresponsible for that one. <laughs> but you know, it's it's such a great thing to actually work in an environment where you feel positive and you're comfortable. It is. I mean, I'm. It's very. I've been working for so many years. It's very rare to have a team where you don't feel that it's a pressure to work and you enjoy the job. So yeah, congratulations. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So now tell us about uh, what's uh, like. Um, Let's get. Let's start with the Bandra base. How's it been there? Like, I mean, a lot of interesting stories. For- well, it, it it had many stories before we we moved in there. It it was previously uh, Mukt Arts Production Studio on Twenty Ninth Road in Bandra, yeah. and that place used to be buzzing with all kinds of of scripting rehearsals, post production. They did their own sound there. They they did a lot of their editing there. And when, when Mukhtarts moved to Film City with Whistling Woods, they moved the whole operation. And that place kind of sat empty for five or six years. Uh-huh. And uh, we, uh, we, we were offered that by that property to, to turn it into a cultural arts center by, by Meghna Puri and, and uh, Rekha Misra from Mukhtarts, Whistling Woods. And uh, we transformed it from this from this, uh, basically, it was a pigeon habitat, and gradually, by by collecting different donations of of furniture and equipment and used gear and Rajesh's floor from his remodeling, we managed to put this place together. And it with a group called uh, We the People, which was run by by Doc Saab, who was they were they were very active in the cultural scene uh, about six seven years ago. Uh, they've they since all moved away to to uh, Jamaica, Canada, South India. So it's just pretty much we're running the place now, and and uh, we've been having consistent programs there in live music. We also have have some dance classes, uh, some Latin dance classes that have been going on for a long time. Yeah. And um, so now we are our next our next move is to use this COVID crisis as, as an opportunity. Um, instead of live programs, we're going to we're going to be creating content there, calling musicians to play, and with a very small skeleton crew, we're going to be recording new material and putting it out and uh, interacting with the world that way. That's 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 fantastic. You guys also, I was reading that uh, you have this music for good. Uh, if I remember, the you you teach percussions to these kids so so they could earn some yeah. money and stuff. They're still with me, and they're and they're in the height of their of their season. They're 
they're bringing home a lot of a lot of money for their to run their parents' household, run the family. So they went they went from just doing it as a hobby to actually being called to play at at pujas and weddings and festivals and various programs and functions. So it's been very very satisfying. They're helping these these youngsters out, um, and now we're kind of trying to build that build the curriculum that we've devised that we've devised. We've been trying to devise some programs that could be supplied to various schools uh, to teach teachers how to how to teach some fun music courses. So we're we're kind of creating educational content as as well as as uh, as as really good performances. You know, we have a few things yeah. going that way. Music for good is really a, a term that uh, we found, which is you know it's it's a reasonably uh, well recognized term but we found that it fits our philosophy pretty well because uh, uh, whenever we're, we're sort of doing something we're trying to figure out you know I mean h- how is it in some way you know uh, benefiting you know sort of uh, the community or a sort of a collective uh, good and of course there'll be some times where you know I mean things may not have any direct kind of thing but that's the general uh, direction that you know we, we like to to sail in so that it just focuses our energies towards uh, achieving some goals you know and uh, and you know with this with this uh, uh, the crisis currently or the situation rather I'd like to call it that more than anything else uh, you know it's helped us sort of rethink how we want to uh, uh, you know in what direction we want to want to move and more and more uh, you know, we'd like to do uh, work in the areas of education, uh, you know, concerts in, in schools, perhaps, in places where we can actually share some knowledge. Um, and at the same time, uh, it's, you know, it keeps everybody, you know, gainfully employed and occupied in terms of, you know, our community and the, and the music community. Uh, but at the same time, uh, also sharing a little more with uh, you know new audience perhaps you know so uh, that's the area you know we're sort of moving in uh, which is uh, you could say an expansion of what you already touched upon which is what we call the community project which uh, D is heading it's been very uh, satisfying because as D said you know these kids have been able to go and uh, make this a career yeah. uh, for themselves and you know play in in public spaces, etc., and you know, and, and earn some money out of it, where you know they wouldn't have seen that as an option a few years ago. So, just some of the things that we're we're looking at right now. Uh, talking about new audience, uh, jazz is a uh, very very niche music genre, and uh, like uh, a lot of pop music, rock, and uh, hip hop, everything's really out there. So, how do you? Uh, uh, educate the newer, the younger audience of jazz music? I mean, is that something also you guys are working on? Prachiti is the youngest person on the team, so we'll (laughs) let her take that. Yeah, you tell us. Are you learning anything from this? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I have been lucky enough to uh, find these guys at the right time because um, um, 
although i most of my musical influence comes from eastern music i was also into a lot of western a lot of, a lot into jazz so yeah i mean uh, being with these guys uh, one of our aims is to also you know kind of um, make people more aware of the history of jazz uh, so one of uh, one of our uh, uh one of the many things that we aim at doing is to go to schools to go to orphanages to go to um old age homes do performances you know kind of uh, enlighten them about jazz and the history of jazz and we want more people to know about the genre and and to you know appreciate it for what it is i mean it is one of the greatest genres out there so yeah yeah and just to add to what uh, uh prachi said uh, you know for us jazz is is our you could call it our our focus because both d and i are jazz musicians and you know that's our that's our you know choice of you know that's the direction that you know we we've, we've been in but it's jazz is is also uh, an umbrella for music as a whole so if you see yeah, a lot of very welcoming it's yes. yeah it's if if you yeah i mean if you look at any of any of the jazz festivals perhaps anywhere in the world you know it has a very wide um gamut of uh, it includes you know everything from r&b funk soul no uh, latin reggae music. latin music i th- i think deep purple performed at one of the jazz festivals uh, at montreal last or something at montreal oh, right montreal. so yeah, it's it's, it's, yeah, it's exactly so it's it's you know it's it's a it's a word for music yeah. it does does tell people you know that that is you know that that is our sort of our, call it our central theme but it's not the only theme yes uh and if you see a lot of the concerts that uh uh we've curated have um um quite a lot of indie music yeah. pop music uh and uh you know and uh even um uh I I mean okay this is not a word we use often but even fusion right yes uh, no you guys are having... open to all genres i've seen Sorry. that at bandra base you all yeah. have opened your doors to anybody and everybody who plays music it then really if it's matter. good music if it's good yeah. we're yeah. open we just want good music no matter what the genre is yeah. uh we have great respect for all genres of music when it's played well uh and presented well like for example um uh, last year we had this band called seven eyes over and they're primarily a folk uh, like the genre is primarily folk and uh, they just they, they sound they sound really beautiful and their sound was so different and unique and we had them twice over at bandrabes and both the times we had uh, like a standing ovation for them like it was it was it was really 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 an amazing experience to you know have to you know kind of hear them in the same room basically you all are like a mini music fest from yeah yeah, yeah. sorry no <laughs> <laughs> you were saying <laughs> yeah you could say that that's that's a good way that's a great way to put it yeah and you're so familiar with music festivals yourself right Arpana, i was just thinking so about karagora that's like you guys said that you know it's as long as it's good music it doesn't matter what genre it is so me curating uh, music at karagora for a few years 
and looking at you, you're not a mini festival on your own. <laughs> you just uh, need a venue or a forum or a platform, anything, and you all can put up some good music. I mean, yeah. during during our earlier time, sometimes we had to sort of remove the confusion around people because you know they thought the Bombay Jazz Club was a band, <laughs> and it's not a band. It's a it's a collect. You know, it's it's a you know it's basically our uh, uh, umbrella. You know, yeah. uh, community, and uh, you know. Uh, so yeah, that that was interesting in the early days. We used to have to, you know, tell people it's not a band; it's <laughs> yeah. many bands. At different it's times. a house that music lives in. <laughs> exactly, you know. So. Uh, tell us about the workshops, uh, like uh, the vault, the workshops you guys are uh, doing. I mean, I know you've been doing workshops when things are open, but uh, what's the way forward now? Like, are you uh, doing the same online? Well, what, what I'm interested in doing right now is, is generating a lot of curriculum, okay. uh, putting together uh, plan, plans for, for people to be able to, uh, be able to give to teachers and be able to teach, teach students a variety of different musical skills. And once we get that, the curriculums more in place, we're going to be shooting them. And then we're going to have kind of an online, online music, music club where people could come and get different lessons in, in different aspects of, of music making. Uh, you know, the, the one thing you, you did talk about earlier was, you know, some of the activities and the music for good. The other thing that we're looking to do is we're actually looking to, uh, uh, to work as kind of almost like a, a mini arts council, if you want to call it that, where we actually yeah. fund, pro fund projects, which we find interesting which we think, you know, have, uh, which are more unique, have some meaning behind them. Uh, it, and, it, and that's not the only reason. I mean, the reason could also be to, you know, to promote a, a fantastic budding artist, you know, who, who is putting out a music video or is, um, is, is cutting an album uh, or is, is creating a production. So, uh, and, and, you know, we have, we don't have a very, formal way of doing it just yet but you know just being within the community we have a pretty good purview of what people are doing and we reach out to them sometimes proactively but i think it's important for us to get that word out as well so that uh, people understand that that's also something that we're we're looking to do so how does one uh, if like there are musicians i know of uh, sadly have gone back to their homes because there's no income God. If they have some, if they're really talented and uh, if they need a support system like you guys, how do they get in touch with you? I mean, obviously can, you will they, have to evaluate. They can literally write, yeah, absolutely. But they can literally write to us, you know, uh, uh, and all our information is available on our website. They can literally write to us and, you know, and we can take a look at what kinds of projects they're up to, you know, and... Uh, and that'll help them, you know, uh, move their art forward. Yeah. No, it is a tough, it is a tremendously tough time. Uh, it's a very all tough time. Art. Yeah. The funding, the, the kitty is pretty much not being replenished these days. Uh, however, it's, a, it's more of a long-term pro, uh, process to be able to, to help, help musicians in the form of maybe a scholarship, or in terms of, we were thinking of something like getting, getting group health insurance for musicians. 
um, or getting a getting a budget together to help somebody finish up a recording and mix it. Um, we'd like to be able to do that as we as we grow and and get a little bit more funding. Then the sky's the limit. Uh, so we're we're pretty much putting the blueprint down now for for that in the for for future for uh, for the for the future of the, of our group. In fact, what I have been seeing now, because uh, everyone's at home and uh, even like Zoom calls, you can't really perform together because of the time lag and stuff. But a lot of uh, uh, event uh, companies, they are now putting up uh, how we used to have an open mic night. So they're similarly mm -hmm. doing the same thing, like people are performing from their homes. But yes, it's a much more... Uh, detailed planning than what we used to do at the venue we used to wait for registrations and all but yeah. here it's uh, it's 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 picking up it's picking up in fact last night also I, someone went live on instagram and it was really nice to see that people are actually getting on saturday night 10 30 and watching him perform his four songs he's come live for so uh, it's uh, i think music is one uh, medium i'm i'm noticing which is uh, really helping people at home. It is the musicians are the ones who are, you know, giving themselves even without, uh, you know, uh, having much work, most of them. And uh, they're actually doing that on weekends, getting online and getting, like, from having no audience to, you know, starting to get audience. So it's one medium which is finding a universal uh, uh, audience. It doesn't matter, like, you know, it's, uh, it's I mean, all respect to uh, all mediums, like comedy, new movies, theater, but music has got this universal language, which is really reaching out to people. And it's amazing that you guys are also part of uh, that universal uh, audience uh, approach, you know, so, and y'all are doing a lot yeah. helping musicians at this time. Y'all have done it always. You guys have always supported any music, y'all have always y'all uh, supported me and Mohit also to you know have open mics at uh, Bandra Base. At Bandra Base, yeah. Yes, yes, and uh, it was never about okay money. Okay, yes, of course we were targeting it that everyone should be happy when they leave. You know, they should at least be able to buy a beer back. That's what the logic we had back then. Like if someone's performing, <laughs> at least they should be able to get some beers. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we've hopefully we've graduated a little more from 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 that time, and you know, and hope yes. to be able to you know to really give artists their 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 due. You yes. know, and this is uh, seven years ago. I mean, you guys had yeah. like uh, budding musicians who would be like uh, not even expecting ticket sales, but they would be happy to go to the den and get a beer after that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was some magic about those days, totally, you know, I mean, where it was, you know, so much uh, camaraderie and, and community and and it's it's amazing the things that happen at the you know at the Bandra base just because people and like minded people sort of uh, gather there, you know. So there are many, many stories about that, which I'm sure, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I really miss going to Gostana after <laughs> after our games. Yeah, exactly, right? My home away from home, really. Well, we will make a new home once the COVID ends. The future. What's I, I'm I'm curious about what I don't know. I'm I'm asking I'm asking a question. What do you think the future looks like? Because it's I can't see ahead 
beyond my four walls. You know, where's all this leading to? Um, it's changed the music industry forever. Yeah. Um, where do you think, where do you think all this is heading? Rajesh, <laughs> do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, so look, I, I think, uh, you know, nobody knows the, the answer. It's just, you know, I think everybody's, uh, is going to, you know, flow where the river takes them. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, clearly, uh, what one is seeing is that, um, venues where we would traditionally do a lot of music, whether it was bars, restaurants, festivals, clubs, private parties, private parties. Some of that will absolutely will, will continue even in, in a, you know, uh, through COVID and uh, hopefully uh, a post-COVID situation sooner than later or post-vaccine situation or whatever, uh, you know, people call the sort of the comfort threshold. Uh, so some of that will, will certainly continue, but a lot of it uh, will also um, change because, you know, a lot of venues are, are shutting down, a lot of restaurants are shutting down. They just don't find it viable. Yeah. You know, it is a with, very difficult uh, time, yeah. It's tough because, you know, everybody's, uh, you know, was living hand to mouth as far as that stuff was concerned as well. And if you don't have you know, revenue for six months, uh, you're not going to be able to, you know, to continue. And so those venues will go away. Uh, but, you know, like that, I think, you know, we all have to be creative and see where else um, can the music be taken. And frankly, sky is the limit, right? Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we, we, we've talked about a few things, you know, Prachi mentioned a little earlier on about, you know, uh, institutions. Uh, Concerts. You know, yeah. And, you know, uh, there, you know, there will be other places like schools, etc. cetera. Uh, and then, you know, there will also be live kind of a, a situation where musicians get together, not just online, because online is classically just, it's a mix. And then, you know, they put a, everybody's putting a video on it, right? Uh, so that's, that, of course, will continue to happen. But, you know, musicians will start to get together in the same room because the energy is very different when there is yeah. people in the room, even if it's just the musicians, right? Yeah. So that will happen and people will start to, you know, to record that content and put that content out there. That's certainly one thing that we are starting to do yeah. almost there immediately. Uh, of course, following all the, you know, the guidelines and safety and all of yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, but, you know, that will certainly be, you know, a new thing or even, uh, concerts where you have a smaller audience, which I know is happening many places in the world. I mean, yeah. when we speak to a lot of our fellow artists uh, and we're in touch with them, you know, there are concerts happening out of homes. There are concerts happening uh, in clubs, but with a smaller, you know, audience, you know, some social distancing. And then, of course, many clubs that are streaming live, you know, or, you uh, um, or are recording and then, you know, putting out their content later. So there'll be, you know, there'll be different ways and means uh, for people to, to, to enjoy the music. Uh, but certainly it's going to be a, a new world. So, yeah. you know, which is going to be uh, remarkably different from what we've been very accustomed to. People have always been getting together to do music from the very beginning. It's not going away. It'll, it'll, it'll find a way forward and hopefully if 
what we do need is social stability in order for a cultural scene to take place. When there's chaos in a society, uh, these institutions really don't have much of a chance. But hopefully we will have some more stability and, and you know, be able to build some of, some of these places, uh, venues, and opportunities for people to meet, build them back up. In fact, some of the most amazing uh, cultural shifts have happened during chaos, right? I mean, yeah. if you look at, you know, what happened with uh, the whole generation in the 60s, uh, uh, you know, uh, and everything that came out of, you know, the Vietnam War and the whole culture, cultural shift uh, there and what that did for music and, and stuff was pretty amazing. And, you know, this is no different, I feel. In some ways, it will transform, but you know, in what direction remains to be seen. Yeah, there's a new baby being born, but we don't know what it looks like. <laughs> Prachi probably has a has a, has a closer view to it than we do, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's what do you brand think, new character. <laughs> Thank you so much for you guys to join my podcast today and I hope Bombay Jazz Club goes becomes worldwide jazz club (laughs) and I'm really looking (laughs) forward to uh, you know whatever's coming next for you guys and everyone must check your website out the playlist is fantastic you guys are fantastic you all have always supported everybody included me so thank you so much for coming on this podcast Thanks for having us. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. Thanks very much. Take care. Stay safe. Strike a Chord, a podcast by Arpuna.